Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And good afternoon to you, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another edition of Steelers Brunch with Tony. I am your host, Tony Defio, and I am very excited that you're joining me on this fine, lovely Saturday afternoon, at least in Pittsburgh. If you're not in Pittsburgh, I hope it's lovely where you are, too. And before I begin the broadcast, I just want to encourage everybody to, to subscribe to the Behind the Store Curtain YouTube channel. We have an endless amount of podcasts for you each and every week, starting with The Standard is the Standard. Uh, yeah, I Said It, hosted by Lance Williams. Steelers Preview, hosted by Jeff Hartman, Brian Anthony Davis, Dave Schofield. Stat Geek, hosted by Dave Schofield and Big Bro Sco. And of course, Steelers Question and Answer every Monday at 5 o'clock with Brian Anthony Davis and me. And in a regular season, that show is called Steelers Hangover, and it, it always airs the day after the most recent Steelers game. So I just wanted to encourage you to, to subscribe to the channel, hit like, and of course, visit Behind the Steel Curtain, a, in my opinion, the, the greatest Steelers site on the internet. You have commentary, you have breaking news, you have daily news, you have film breakdowns, you have everything you need, grades, the whole ball of wax. So uh, I encourage you to read that to read that page, you you will find uh, no better Steelers f- site on the internet. So, hello to everybody as always. Dennis Sheridan, Gyro, James Grammer, Cree X. Thanks for everybody for joining me. So, 
one, just like last week, I have uh, a few different topics I'd like to discuss. You know, again, it's, it's more of a buffet brunch or lunch or whatever you want to call it at noon. So the first thing I want to talk about, the biggest news of the week as far as I'm concerned, positive news anyway, is the fact that Ben Roethlisberger released his hype video last Monday. It was released by on his account, his Twitter page, and the Steelers subsequently released it, and that's of him throwing several, to quote him, legit passes to, to Juju Smith-Schuster, James Conner, Ryan Switzer at a, at a recent workout. So in, in my opinion, that is the biggest news to come along since we got the news last year that, that uh, Big Ben hurt his elbow and was forced to miss all but 14 and a half games of the 2019 season. You know, uh, without Ben in there last year, we saw that the Steelers were, were good enough to hang in there, right? They were good enough to hang in there. They had a, you know, The defense took, an, uh, took it to the next level. Thanks in, in, in part to the, to the acquisition of Micah Fitzpatrick. And it, it became an elite level defense. But as you saw, without, without a, a franchise quarterback, it, it, could only t- it could only go so far. So uh, provided you have that, that same kind of defensive performance in, in 2020 and, and provided uh, Ben's able to elevate everybody else on offense the way most franchise quarterbacks tend to do, and that's that's the offensive line, that's the, the running game, that's the the, the receiving core, uh, the tight ends. Uh, if you if you have the quarterback position right, it just makes so many things better. So I don't th- I'm not going to sit here and say that that Ben's totally out of the woods, but it is another step. I mean, we saw in February where he after he had he finally got cleared to to begin throwing uh, from his doctor. He saw the, the quick little clip of him throwing a football in, in, in that gymnasium. I believe it was in California somewhere. So that was a big deal. That was a step in the right direction. And now, you know, you saw the other day he, he's out there uh, really letting it loose. I mean, we didn't really get to see a whole lot. It was only a, about a 30-second, 40-second clip. But it showed him running around a bit and, and just really letting it fly. And I don't know, I don't know how accurate he was. I don't know. Uh, how those passes look once they left his, his hand, but they cer- he certainly was throwing with, with uh, 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 great intentions, which, which is a, 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 a good sign. Now, that's the next step. And, and after that, I guess it's, it's, it comes down to how does his arm react to, to, to official team workouts like OTAs, which I guess are not con- technically official. They're, they're voluntary workouts, but still – the organized team activities like that, that and, and many camp, if there is one, and of course, training camp, how does his arm react under those circumstances when, when he's, when he's out there uh, throwing, throwing the, the football dozens of times every single day and every, every single practice, practice session. So I think that's the next step, you know, and another thing that I wanted to touch on from that video is Ben looked like to be, he looked to be in pretty good shape. You know, um, <laughs> there were major concerns about, about his weight gain last year or his weight in general last season, when you saw him in, in the gray sweats with the big bushy beard, you know, but even uh, when he was, when he was uh, running around on the field in that video on Monday, he still had the big bushy beard. I mean, that was all part of his, uh, his hype. He, he said he was not gonna, going to shave the beard until he could throw a legit NFL, NFL pass, which apparently he did. And, 
you know, as per the video. And but even with that beard, he still looked looked to be uh, a lot slimmer than people were were thinking he would look at this at this point in his career and you know, at this point in the off season in, in in his rehab. And and quite frankly, as I wrote in an article on uh, earlier last week, here we are, uh, less than four months until the start of the 2020 regular season, hopefully. And, you know, if he's not out there throwing legit NFL passes in, in practice sessions, and that's probably uh, something to be quite alarmed about. So the fact that, that he has taken that step is, is huge. So, you know, I think it's a testament to him. You know, here he's 38 years old. He's accomplished so much in his career up to this point. You know, he's ending into a 17th season. It would be easy, you know, at, at this stage to say, look, you know, or not the stage, but you know, last season when he got hurt, to say, "Look, I, I, I do I want to put my body through through uh, more rehab to, to to try to get back and and play in my late 30s and and uh, and try to win another Super Bowl when I could just go out essentially on top and 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 I have a I have the credentials to already be a first first ballot Hall of Famer and you know and and I realize if he if he had done that he would have left a lot of money on the table, like $60 million or so, but he's already made, he's, he's also made a ton of money at this point of his career. He has generational wealth now. So, I mean, he, he could have walked away. And I think the fact that, that he didn't, the fact that he's, he's rehabbing as hard as he is to try to make it back and try to be the elite quarterback that, that we we've known him to be his whole career. I think that that tells me that the fire is still there and he's still very serious about, going out with another Super Bowl or two, or at least at least trying his best to help the Steelers uh, win seven, number seven or number eight or, 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 or contend for it. So uh, I think that's just, again, it's to, to repeat myself for probably the third time, I think it's just fantastic news for, for the Steelers and their fans moving forward. And that ties in, uh, I think, quite nicely to the next thing I wanted to talk about, and that's Mr. Adam Shine. He's a... Uh, a, I guess now a more famous uh, talking head. I, I think he, he he does shows for for CBS. He he writes for NFL.com. He's on a show I believe called Mad Dog Sports or something something like that. He, he does several things like a lot of these guys do. He, he's all over the place. And uh, he came on uh, last Tuesday and and much like he did in February when he mocked Steeler fans for being too excited about Ben about the little five second clip of Ben throwing the football uh, in California. He came on and, and essentially shamed the Steelers organization for putting out, quote, a hype video in May when, they, when they're normally about winning Lombardi trophies in February. And I'll, I'll read the exact tweet for you right here. I have it written down, old school. Here's what he said. Steelers used to be about Lombardi trophies in February. Now it's haircut and hype videos in May. You know, he was referring to, to Ben. Uh, part of that hype video was, was Ben getting his hair, haircut and his, uh, his long <laughs> long beard, finely trimmed. So that was part of the, uh, the hype video. And then he goes on to say, this is what happens when you miss the playoffs in back-to-back years and Baltimore is loaded and Cleveland oozes talent and has a real head coach. Well, I don't know what to say about that other than he's obviously trying to troll there, just like he was in February, you know, and I could see that, you know, if I'm a, if I'm a national person, uh, scribe or, or a talking head, I think it would be big business to to troll Steeler fans because we're pretty we're pretty passionate, right? I mean, Steeler fans react to that kind of thing. It's like it's like Beyonce, the the Bayhive that they call it. Every, anytime somebody criticizes Beyonce, 
her fans just attack them on mass on, on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. So we're, we're an easy target to troll, you know, so I, I could see them doing that, but it's clearly always trying to do because why, what does a, well, first of all, why wouldn't a team that was, that was literally a, an average quarterback away from making the playoffs last year, not be excited about its franchise quarterback, somebody that could elevate it from, from just barely making the playoffs with, with an average quarterback to being a Super Bowl contender if he is indeed back to where he was before. Why wouldn't that be a big deal? And why wouldn't the, the team and the fans be excited about that? They have every right to be excited about, about, about that, you know? So he's clearly just trolling and, and, and it's May. It's the middle of May, or at least it was when the video was released. What else is there to do but hype a video of your quarterback? And what does that have to do with anything that happens in February? It has nothing to do with it. It's just, it's just a silly thing to, uh, to, to criticize people for. And it's just a way to, to look, you're just looking for attention and here you got the attention you were looking for. Congratulations. I spent the last, what, five minutes talking about it. I wrote down a bunch of stuff because you said that. So you made me work. So good for you, Adam Shine. But it, 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 you know, it, it doesn't mean anything other than the Steelers have a great reason to be excited and their fans have a reason to be excited. Now, uh, as far as Baltimore oozing or being loaded, that's true. That's true. But they still have yet to get to that next level. I mean, they, they have, they should have concerns about, about Lamar Jackson's ability to perform in the playoffs as any, any team with a young quarterback who has yet to perform well in the playoffs should be concerned. Right. And of course, as far as Cleveland is concerned, they can, they've been oozing with talent for the last two or three years. Right. But, you know, they haven't won a, uh, they haven't won a, a playoff game since they were the, since the, the, the Ravens were the Browns in the mid nineties before they moved to Baltimore. So, you know, uh, it, it's, it's, it's always, uh, fun to, to pick the, to hope for and, and, and root for the new teams on the block. You want, you know, if you're a national person, maybe, you know, I could see where a team like the Steelers, you're sick of them winning all the time. You're sick of them being at the top of the AFC North and you want to see, uh, some different contenders. I mean, the, uh, the Ravens are more of a traditional contender, but, but, you know, they have a, a, a exciting young quarterback. So you want to see them perhaps, you want to see a new quarterback reach a new level, which is always exciting, exciting and fun to see in the NFL. And of course, the Browns are the Browns. So, you know, they've been a, a sad sack franchise since they came back into the league as an expansion team in 1999. So it's only natural for people to, to, uh, to, to be rooting for a team like that nationally, you know, and plus they run hard knocks. They, they, they made new fans that way, but to suggest that, the Steelers can't join those two teams that they're not that big Ben can't make them a, an instant contender when they had the, and I talked about this last week when they had the, the, the defense that they had last year, that is such a dominant defense. One that unless there's a major injury, knock on wood, it's going to be as good or maybe even better in 2020 to, to suggest that Ben can't join those other two teams. is kind of ridiculous. You know, it's, 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 it's a silly thing to say. So, so that's all I want to say about Adam Shine, and uh, I thank you for the material, Adam, and I look forward to more trolling tweets from you in the future. So that's that subject, and uh, now I have to talk about a, a really sensitive subject, and I wish I was talking about Adam Shine trolling, but I, I, I wanted to delve into the, uh, to the Rooney Rule a little bit because that's, it's an important uh, topic. It, it's definitely one that's been pretty uh, controversial 
especially since last week when the league uh, sent out a, a possible proposal where you know they were going to incentivize teams with with better draft positioning if they were to to uh, interview or I'm sorry, actually hire a minority uh, for a head coaching job or or an executive position, and of course that drew a lot of criticism because it was probably you know it was, it was an unfair role for a lot of re- uh, proposal for a lot of reasons. I think it was unfair to to minority candidates because uh, you know they would always question why why was I really hired for this, and I think it was just it was just an, it would have created an unfair perhaps an unfair cre- uh, competitive advantage for for a team that decided to that, that got the chance to move up in the draft because of that you know because you're you're leapfrogging other teams who teams that may have had like like the Steelers the Steelers have a have obviously a, an African American coach in Mike Tomlin say they're drafting 15th in the third round and they had their eye on a player and but this team would have drafted 18th but they hired a, a minority coach or GM so they got to move up to 12 you know whatever it just wouldn't have been it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been fair so the the league kind of they shelved the rule and basically or they shelved that proposal and, and what they really uh, what they wound up doing was was tweaking the rule and uh and and re- making a requirement that you know before when it was first instituted in 2003 that the Rooney rule named after Dan Rooney when it was first implemented in 2003 it was it was designed to to bring attention to more minority candidates coaching candidates and 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 candidates for for uh, senior management positions on NFL teams. So it, it required teams to interview at least one minority candidate for any any uh, uh, head coaching vacancy or like a general manager uh, opening. And and you know and the the tweak of the rule now it, it requires teams to interview two uh, external minority candidates for a, a vacant uh, head coaching uh, position and. Uh, one minority candidate for a, a coordinator position or a, a, an executive position, such as general manager, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I think that's that's a step in the right direction. And uh, you know, as I as I wrote about today in an article that was published today, it's a it's a subject that always uh, you know incites a lot of passion from people. People just you know, whenever you whenever there's an article published about the Rooney Rule or a tweet about it or anything on social media, it just it just Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It it incites a uh, like a huge debate, and and you have comments that go on for days sometimes. Comment sections that are hundreds long. You know, by the end of the uh, by the time it finally winds down, and and you know it it, it doesn't really matter how you know personal you want to make it for you or or for it doesn't matter what you think of it or I think of it or what anybody thinks of it. It's still, as far as the NFL is concerned, it's a big deal. If it wasn't a big deal, they wouldn't still be. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't continuously try to, to remedy the the problem. You know, Archell was hired by the the Raiders in 1989 to be their head coach. He, I, I forget who they fired. I think it was. I want to say Shanahan, but it could have been somebody else. I can't remember. But they fired somebody midseason, and Archell 
became the, the Raiders interim head coach. And then he, uh, he ultimately became uh, their full-time head coach after that. And it was a big deal at the time. And it should have been a big deal because it, it was historic. And, but here we are 31 years later and it's still a problem. And here we are 17 years after the Rooney role was, was, was championed by Dan Rudy, the, the great Dan Rudy, the late great Dan Rudy, and it's still an issue. So, you know, it, it's something that, that clearly has to be remedied and, 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 the, the tweaks to it might uh, be in a step in the right direction. And I was listening to an interview on Tuesday on Mark Madden's radio show on 105.9 X. He had a, uh, a former Packers executive, front office vice president. Uh, his name's Andrew Brandt. He writes for Sports Illustrated now. He's really, really a good writer. And um, he shared a, a story from back when uh, he was talking to Bill Pullman about, uh, Bill, I'm sorry, Bill Pullian, the, the, the ex- Colts general manager and Pullian was telling Andrew Brandt about the time that Tony Dungy was fired by the Buccaneers in 01 and how the Colts, they knew they want immediately knew they wanted Tony Dungy to be their head coach. They didn't want to interview anybody else. He was their guy. And how if, if, if Dungy were white and, and, and the Rooney role, Rooney role was in place at that time, the, the Colts would have had to interview a minority candidate and hope that Dungy didn't get picked up by somebody else in the meantime. And that's a good point. It's a very good point. You know, I'm sure a lot of teams have good intentions when they're going out to hire a coach. I'm, I'm sure it's not an overt race. It's not overt racism when they, when, when if they said, oh, that's, uh, that guy's the guy I want and he happens to be white. That's not, I'm sure that's not what, what's going on. But my question is, 17 years after the Rooney role and, and nearly 20 years after Tony Dungy established himself as one of the better head coaches in the NFL and ultimately a Hall of Fame head coach. Why aren't there more people like, why aren't there more minority can, uh, coaches out there like Tony Dungy who, who are, are viewed based on their credentials and not based on the Rooney role or based on anything like that? You know, I mean, I can think of only a few. Obviously, there's Tony Dungy, uh, Mike Tomlin, the, the late Dennis Green, Herm Edwards. Marvin Lewis, and as far as general managers, executives, there's Ozzie Newsom, the great Ozzie Newsom, who did a tremendous job with the, with the Ravens for many years. So why haven't, why hasn't the NFL been able to unearth more people like that? You know, that you're not, when you think of those guys, you're not thinking of, oh, they just hired them because of a Rooney role. They, they're hiring them because they're experienced and good at what they do. Why haven't more uh, people been discovered like that? And I think that's, that's hopefully this, this, this uh, the tweaks to this Rooney rule will will um will 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 fix that problem. Uh, I was reading an article uh, from the Atlantic. It was published in January, and it, and it mentioned that that only um, two minority uh, coaches are, are offensive coordinators right now. Um, Byron Leftwich, the former backup quarterback for the Steelers, and of course Eric Bieniemy, the former running back. He's he's one of the hot commodities in the NFL right now. He's one he's considered one of the most brilliant offensive minds in football, but why has he been passed over time and time again? He's had seven uh, interviews for head coaching positions over the last two or three years, and he hasn't gotten one of them, you know, and then there's somebody like Adam Gase, who, I mean, he was a mediocre head coach with the Dolphins, and now he's a uh, below mediocre head coach with the Jets. You know, I mean, who did he ever beat? Where are his gold medals, to quote the great Kurt Angle? So, you know, uh, forget about... Uh, head coaches, uh, minority head coaches that reach the, the elite status. Why haven't more m minority head coaches 
reached the status of a, a you know, how, how come they haven't graduated into that the quote unquote good old boys network that they always talk about where coaches are, you know, are, are retreads and they get hired over and over again, regardless of how successful they've been. Why haven't more minorities graduated to that tier? You know, it's like what, um, I'll never forget a quote that I read from Denzel Washington, the great actor, obviously everybody knows Denzel from the 1990s when he was at basically at the height of his leading man powers. He said, I'll know I tr I've truly made it as a, as a leading man when I get roles for that, that weren't specifically designed for or written for African-Americans. And, and of course he did, you know, movies like John Q, which is a great movie and flight, which is my personal favorite Denzel movie. Those, those movies, you know, those, those roles were, could have been written for anybody, you know? So uh, until uh, minority candidate candidates get viewed in the same light that, that like Tony Dungy is viewed or Mike Tomlin, like you know, Mike Tomlin's been dogged by the, the Rooney Rule ac accusations for 13 years, right? People have accused the Steelers of hiring him simply because of that, even though Dan Rooney, a, a uh, maybe uh, a, a beloved figure in, in Steeler Nation always has been, always will be, even though he said several times that that's not why he was hired, fans still don't want to believe it. And they still want to insist that he was hired because of that rule. He could go somewhere tomorrow if he lost his job today and, and he'd go somewhere tomorrow, like the Redskins, like which was he, he was rumored to go to uh, last year. And nobody would question why he was hired. It, was, it would be based on credentials. And, 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 and interestingly enough, if Tony Dungy came out of retirement and became the Steelers' new head coach, nobody would question that it was because of race. They would question, they would say, okay, yeah, Dan, or Tony Dungy's fantastic. He's a Hall of Fame coach. I'm, I'm glad he's the Steelers' head coach. So why haven't more minority candidates uh, risen to that tier? And I think, again, hopefully the Rooney rule will, will remedy that, that, um, that problem. So that's all I want to say about that. I know it's a controversial subject, but I just wanted to say my piece on that. And I want to move on to my next subject. And that's uh, speaking of Mike Tomlin, uh, I just uh, his ability to lead um, lead teams even through adversity. His biggest strength, in my opinion, and I think the opinion of a lot of people, is the ability to, to lead a football team through adversity, through adverse times. And I mean, right now, we're certainly you know, the NFL is facing a possible compromised 2020 season. Uh, training camp might not start on time. There might not be any OTAs or any kind of mini camp. Who knows what's going to happen? There might be a shortened season. Uh, the Steelers might not be allowed to play at Heinz Field, you know, if the mayor or the governor doesn't feel it's safe. And they might have to play somewhere else. Maybe they have to play in, in, in uh, uh, Morgantown, West Virginia. We just don't know, right? We don't know what's going to happen. And every NFL team is, is essentially in the same boat. It's going to be a, a, an NFL season like no other. And, and the other major sports leagues, Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, they're all facing similar problems. So um, I'm confident that the Steelers, whatever adversity they face, they're going to be just fine and they're going to excel as best as they can because of Mike Tomlin. Because if you look at his history, again, he seems to do his best job coaching, his best coaching performances during uh, seasons when maybe the wheels could have fallen off. Like you go back to 2010, the 2010 season, all the off the field allegations with Ben Roethlisberger, uh, and he was ultimately suspended for the first four games. I mean, that right there alone, 
missing your best player for the first month of the season could cripple any team, right? But yet he kept everything together. He kept them focused. They, they started out three and one. And even over the course of the year, there were, there were a lot of problems. You know, there were the, the, the aforementioned problems with James Harrison and all the, the penalties and, and, and all the fines. And, and then there were injuries and, and it seemed like uh, the officials were, were almost allowing Ben to be, be abused. And he wasn't really getting the calls that other quarterbacks of his ilk would get. And it was just a, it was a season that really could have fell apart, but yet they they were essentially one drive away from winning the Super Bowl that year. I mean, that's how good of a job. I think I think that was his best coaching job in 2010 until 28 or I'm sorry, 2019 with everything that happened with uh, with um, even starting in training camp with with the the unfortunate passing of Daryl Drake. I mean, you heard so many stories from from beat reporters that they could not picture anybody else leading the way. And, and keeping uh, the players together and, and, and helping them grieve, grieve and, and helping them uh, have perspective than Mike Tomlin. I mean, he, uh, his leadership, as far as what they were saying, people like Mark Caboli, his leadership skills were, were invaluable at that, at that moment, you know, because it was a, it was a tragedy. And then of course you go, you, you, you were, everything that happened during the season with the loss of Ben and, and, you know, he, he wasn't just missing four games. He was going to miss the entire season. Uh, and they knew that after the second week, and that could have very easily, uh, they could have, you know, people were pre- predicting six wins, five wins, six and 10, five and 11, that kind of season. And yet uh, he, he kept them together. He kept them focused. He kept them engaged. I mean, they looked like they were having a ton of fun the entire year. I mean, they, you know, the way the quarterback play was, I mean, they could have very easily been discouraged, especially the defense. But yet the defense never wavered. It never, uh, it never faltered. You know, it just got better and better each year, uh, each week, and and they nearly made the playoffs. So, uh, you know, if you if you listen to uh, uh, Coach Tom and speak, uh, he he likes to say things like, you know, we recognize the challenge. We recognize that this is a unusual circumstances, unusual circumstance. We're not. We're not ignorant to that fact. We we embrace it. We, we we're gonna we're gonna do what we can to 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 meet the challenge. I mean, those are the things that he likes to say. He's always very aware of of the challenges his team uh, faces. He he never he never shies away from acknowledging that. So I think he he certainly acknowledges that this year could be a challenge for for his veterans and especially his rookies and his his assistants, his coordinators, everybody. And from a, from a logistic standpoint, from, from all kinds of uh, different way uh, directions, it, you know, it's going to be tough. But I, I, I look for them based on Mike Tomlin, based on his greatest strength to to um, to keep them uh, focused. I mean, it, it, it's funny. Um, it seemed like Tomlin's greatest strength is kind of like Ben's greatest strength as a, as a quarterback. You know, Ben's greatest. He seemed like he's at his best when everything around him breaks down and he has to roll out of the pocket. and. You know, and then he makes things happen downfield with his arm. And it seems like that's Tomlin's at his best when, when things are liable to go haywire all around him. You know, you know, one of his favorite sayings is "Don't blink." You know, when he's on the sideline, you ever hear some of his mic'd up segments? He's always encouraging his players to not blink, to just stay with it. So, again, I think that's gonna that's gonna bode well for the Steelers uh, and whatever adversity this pandemic uh, happens to bring them this year. So. I'm confident that that if they do 
falter in 2020. It won't be because of any any kind of uh, uh, factors that have to do with the with the uh, coronavirus pandemic and 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 how that might might affect them. So that's pretty much all I had to say about about that subject. And and speaking of the pandemic, I wanted to uh, to discuss something that's probably going to come up if it's certainly going to come up i'm betting uh with major league baseball and and the nba and it's already come up with hockey and that's the the uh, a possible tainted championship for whoever wins wins the uh, title uh with with everything that's going on with baseball the nba and hockey because you know the nba and, and the nhl their seasons were cut short about a two or three weeks before the playoffs. And now they're, they're both trying to put together a, a both leagues trying to put together a, a plan for the postseason. I think the NBA, or I'm sorry, the NHL uh, finally agreed on a, I believe a 24 team field. And, you know, there's going to be like a couple of cities that act as hubs. So it's going to be an unusual, no matter what happens, it's going to be an unusual, unusual uh, uh, postseason for, for the NHL. And, and I, I assume for the NBA, if they ever come to an agreement. And I was reading an article on the Nashville Post on Tuesday, I think, or Wednesday, from uh, Predators player, uh, Nashville Predators player, Matt Duchene, I think is how you say his name. And it was his opinion that he, you know, if he if it was going to be like a gimmicky postseason, if, if the postseason was going to stray from what the, what the traditional Stanley Cup postseason is like, then he'd rather not even win the uh the stanley cup or he called it the COVID cup he, he wouldn't want a COVID cup because as far as he was concerned uh people would, con- would would consider it tainted for for infinity because it was one uh in a and as he said a gimmicky fashion you know meaning maybe a, an extended postseason or a or a contracted postseason or maybe teams that perhaps didn't deserve to get into the postseason got in the postseason that kind of thing but I, I, I kind of get his point because it is 2020 and social media kind of t- tends to make everything a, a, in the 24 seven news cycle. They, they kind of tend to make everything a big deal. Right. But I mean, if you look at history, you know, I, and I wrote about this on uh, in the middle of the week, you know, the Washington Redskins have won three Super Bowls. Two of them came after strike shortened seasons. One of them came after a nine game season, 1982. And the other one came after a, a 15 game season, but three of those games were played by replacement players when it, when the players went on strike. Yet nobody ever mentions that. Nobody, there's no asterisk around next to either title. Those those Super Bowls aren't aren't deemed uh, less than the other Super Bowls. So uh, I kind of get what, what Duchene's saying, but I don't. I, I think history will be kind to to any championship that's won this year by any team, whether it's a which world series, the Stanley cup, the NBA finals, or even a super bowl. If, 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 if heaven forbid the uh, regular season was shortened to nine, 10, 11 games, whatever it is because of the, uh, the coronavirus, you know, as long as it's, it's, it's the same for all teams, then it, it, it shouldn't matter. I mean, heck the Steelers won their first two super bowls, after 14 game regular season, because that's how long the regular season was up until 1978. And they've won four since then after 16 game regular seasons. Are you, you going to try to say that, that the 14 game uh, Super Bowls 
mean less? No, nobody even suggests that because it's silly, right? Um, teams used to win, go to the World Series in, in baseball by just having the best record in their league. They didn't have to go through any kind of playoff, any kind of, you know, two or three round playoff system. They just, they had the best record. They went to the uh, World Series. They played each other and there was a winner. That's how it was in football for a number of years too, you know? So nobody ever thinks uh, those championships are, are, are any less relevant than today's. So I don't see why history would, 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 would view any championship one in 2020 in a, in a lesser light. I think that's, that's, a little bit of an overreaction right there. So, uh, you know, again, as long as everything's, as long as all things are, are equal, then then to me, that's all that matters. So, and that's, those are my thoughts on that. And I just wanted to share one more thing. And that's where I'm going to introduce my, uh, my first guest ever on the uh, Steelers Brunch with Tony show. And that's, uh, that's this bobblehead right here. Nate McLeod from 2009 or whatever, maybe 2008. I don't remember. He made the all-star team back then. And the reason why I want to talk about that is because I think in the near future, after 20, 2020 and beyond, it might be a little harder to get people to uh, come to Heinz Field for Steeler games. I mean, Steelers have never had to worry about giveaways. You, you've never heard them say, the first 30,000 fans that come to Heinz, that attend Heinz Field for a Sunday's game get a Myron Cope bobblehead or a Jerome Bettis bus, you know, whatever, right? Uh they never had to worry about that because they've they've had consecutive sellouts every year since 1972, which is when I was born. So my entire life, I've never uh, lived in, a, in a, an era where the Steelers games home games were blacked out because the because the uh, the game wasn't sold out. So, but you know, with everything that's going on right now, you know, attendance was was a bit of an issue around the NFL to begin with over the last few years. Because of, because of expenses, because people thought it was it was a much better product to watch at home. They didn't want to deal with the crowds and the and and and, and the parking and 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 the, and the the price of parking, which is you know kind of ridiculous. So that was the thought that people would much rather sit at home and 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 uh, watch the game from with their in front of their forty inch flat screen with a beer and 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 sitting in their nice comfortable recliner. Uh, but you know. It's, it's never been an issue for the Steelers to get their fans to to buy tickets. You know, maybe they don't want to show up to the games, but they're certainly buying tickets. Uh, but after with with the pandemic going on, and, and at best we might have fifty uh, percent capacity for for football games in twenty twenty. What happens if those people that 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 don't come to the games uh, in twenty twenty because they're a they're afraid of of the coronavirus or b uh, they couldn't go because the Steelers gave the t- you know they, they couldn't win a lottery or however it's going to work or or b they're mad at the Steelers because they because uh, they couldn't afford the the, the pay the, the renew their um, their tickets this year because of of financial hardship because of the coronavirus that uh, you know has unemployment so high right now. What if those fans decide, eh, I'd much rather stay home and you know in the future and 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 just save a lot of money, and then all of a sudden. There are uh, uh, the sellout streak ends. Would we ever come to a time when the Steelers would have to incentivize fans to come to Heinz Field for one reason or another? Would we ever have a uh, you know a bobblehead? Would we ever have you know the first thirty thousand fans get this this beautiful Steelers scarf you know or whatever? 
the way the way they do things now, it's like their attitude is always been because they, they can have this attitude because they're in high demand. It's like we're not going to give you a terrible towel. We're, we want you to buy our terrible towel and bring it and, and, and wave and, and wave it. You know, we're not going to give give away anything. We don't have to. But I'm just I'm just interested to see if, if, if there's ever a time when we when we get to that or forget about giveaways. What about, you know, heaven forbid cheerleaders, you know, just something to 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 bring more fans into the stadium. I know a lot of people were against that, but but you just never know what the future could bring. You know, I remember I, I uh, my, my uncle used to live in Cincinnati in the late 90s and I would go down to visit him a couple times a year. And it was so funny to see. Sam Weich, the uh, the former, uh, the late great Sam Weich, he wasn't the coach at the time. At the time, he was just a, a Cincinnati native, and you know he would. Be, I would see commercials from him, you know, saying, "Come on down to Riverfront Stadium or whatever, you know, Paul Brown Stadium, and 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 catch the Bengals." You know, you, you don't uh, imagine Heinz Ward or or Jerome Bettis or somebody like that, uh, you know, being on a commercial. Uh, Encouraging Steeler fans to buy tickets and, and come on down to Heinz Field. It, 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 it's so from that aspect, it's going to be interesting. Interesting to see how it all plays out, you know, with with the pandemic and 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 people's fears of 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 being in crowds and if, if there will ever be a time when when Heinz Field when when the Steelers are no longer able to sell out Heinz Field week after week. I know it seems ridiculous right now, but I mean, I never thought. Two months ago, I'd, I'd have to go to the grocery store with a with a surgical mask on. So, you know, you never know what what the future may bring. So, those are my topics for today, and and I'm glad I'm, I want to thank you for listening. And and now I'm going to open it up to some questions and comments and and um, uh, whatever you have to have to say today. Uh, let's let's see what you got today. Let's see if I can scroll up and find any some old questions. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ah, here's one from Donald Nolan. This, I, like, I like where your head is at, Donald. We need to swarm Buffalo like they did last year with their fans. And that was, that was tr uh, true. I went, I went down to Heinz Field that night, uh, Sunday night game in mid-December, to, to meet up with, uh, with uh, Brian Anthony Davis and Dave Schofield and, and his big brother, Big Bro Sco, and, and Big Bro's family. They were all there. They were, they were awesome. But we, we, couldn't, we all remarked on, on how many Buffalo fans were there that night. And, and I get it. You know, uh, they were hungry, right? They were hungry for uh, – they, they hadn't experienced uh, anything, any kind of Bills hysteria in quite some time. And, and they were they were a legit contender 
down the stretch. And and when when you have that kind of uh, when when you have that kind of circumstance, you're going to have uh, fans that, that 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 are eager to travel and see their team. I mean, you know, picture the Steelers not making the playoffs for 20 years and 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 uh, suddenly being good again. Well, obviously there's still going to be a popular team you would hope even after 20 years of futility and those fans are going to, are going to have the fever again. So I think that's, that's what you saw last year, but, but you are right, Donald, we need to, uh, we need to pay them back this December with a, uh, with a, uh, uh, a whole mass of Steeler fans uh, in Buffalo for that. Let them know what, what, what it's really like to be in a, in a, in a home stadium when it's taken over by, by a, a uh, road fans. I, I, you know, it, it's, it's a, I, I went to the uh, Bengals game with my uncle and a bunch of his friends back in 2014. And we were, I mean, we were in shock because we, we've been Steeler fans our whole lives, but just to sit in that stadium in Paul Brown stadium with, by the time the game was over, there had to be, it had to be 70, 30 in favor of Steeler fans. It was really a, a quite the sight to see. So as they say, Steeler fans, quote unquote, travel like no, like no other. So I, I definitely agree with Donald. We need to, pay them back in Buffalo this December. Here's one from Kathy Ford. Is it even possible to buy season tickets? I know you have to have a license or something. Yeah, you have to have a a uh, uh, a seat license. Uh, my friend, a good friend of mine, he's concerned about about that very thing because he has he has season tickets and he had to buy uh, a seat license when Hinesfield opened back in 2001. And, you know, like many other fans, you know, he's being, he's getting the, uh, the alerts by the Steelers and, and not just the Steelers, but all NFL teams are doing this. They're, they're asking for, for the, the money for season tickets. And, and the problem is if you, if you decide not to, to, to buy season tickets for 2020, you lose your seat license, which it's unfortunate, it, you know, that has to happen if, if some people just can't afford it because of the pandemic. But again, like I like I alluded to earlier, with the, with with the Steelers, that they're they have they have the leverage because the uh, the list for season tickets is a mile long. And and uh, to your point, Kathy, can you buy season tickets? Uh, not not directly, not from the Steelers. No, you have to go on the list. But I mean, you could you could buy them from uh, from other people. I would assume. I mean, I, I I'm, I'm I'm assuming. Oh, actually, I don't assume. I know there are, there are always season tickets on the secondary market so that's how you would that's how you would get them and then i don't know if they would to sell their seat licenses but oftentimes people are people what they do is they'll sell their season tickets for a year but they'll keep the seat license meaning uh, the, the the tickets would still belong to them in, uh, in following years so that's that's how you would have to do that but you can buy you can buy individual tickets uh dave schofield uh wrote something about that yesterday or maybe this morning. I, I think it was yesterday about how the Steelers were, were selling individual game day tickets, but they were only selling 50% of what they normally do because of possible social distancing when the season does start in uh, September. Hopefully it starts. So let's see what else we have here. Let's see. See what else we have here. Please bear with me. I I, I like to scroll through and 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 find old questions because I think some of them are pretty cool. And I can't, you know, it's hard to pay attention to both because uh, I'm just usually focused on the screen. 
Let's see, here we go. Tony, can we win the North if Ben throws 16 INTs? Probably not. Probably not. But, um, by the way, that's from Pitman, who isn't a very big fan of Juju from what I remember from my, my, our show with, uh, my show with Brian on Monday. But can, he, can they win the, uh, the, um, the, the North? Probably not. But you never know. Uh, they came within a half a game of winning the North two years ago because of, uh, even though Ben threw 16 picks. But uh, I don't look for that to be an issue this year because I think what was pointed out by behind the store curtain, I, I forget who pointed out two years ago, is, is of those 16 picks, 10 or 11 of them were when Ben was targeting AB. And if you remember Antonio Brown when he was here, he was a he was a handful when it came to targets. He he wanted his targets. And if he didn't get them, he again he was a handful. So uh, I don't see an Antonio Brown type skill set player for them. Uh, that kind of ego. So I think Ben's going to feel free to to just hit the open man. So do I think they can win North with if Ben throws sixteen picks? Maybe not. But I don't see him throwing sixteen picks because I don't see him facing that same issue that he did for so many years with having the feeling pressured to, to get AB his targets, you know, AB, I think usually not only did he often lead the league in, in receptions, but he often led the league in targets. So that's not going to be an issue this year because there isn't an AB. There are a bunch of really, really good players, but no AB and nobody you're going to have to cater to their ego. So thank you for that question. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all we have. Uh, all we have for today. I think it was a pretty good show. And uh, let's see if I can if I can get rid of the. Yeah, uh, I, I always have an issue with trying to get rid of the. Uh, but before I sign off, I just wanted to. Uh, I'm sure you guys know by now that uh, Jeff Hartman uh, accepted a position with uh, DK Pittsburgh Sports, so he will be leaving behind the store curtain. He's been the editor for. Since 2015, I think early 2015. So um, he'll be moving on to, to um, bigger and better things. Uh, you know, I think all of us, or most of us, have aspirations to take it to the next level. But it's a hard thing to do. And, and Jeff, through his tireless work with the with the with, with behind the curtain, he was able to to take it to a next to the next level. So I just wanted to thank him for uh, for being a great editor. And and I I, I think I, I took my game to the next level under him. So I always appreciate that. And. And before before him, uh, I learned a lot from Neil Kulong, who was the the editor for for many years. And then Michael Bean was my champion, the guy who originally uh, founded Behind the Store Curtain. He's the one who discovered me, so to speak, and, and asked for me to to start writing for the site. So, you know, uh, I've I've always had great editors, and, and I appreciate you know what what they've done for me as a writer, and, and for what they've done this with the site more importantly, because uh, they they've they've helped. Collectively, they've helped turn behind the store curtain again, in my opinion, into the best site on the internet. And uh, more news: uh, Dave Schofield, uh, the great Dave Schofield, who's been uh, the deputy editor for I want to say a year, maybe two. Either way, he's taking a, he's stepping up as uh, and taking the job as as editor. So I have all the confidence in the world that 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 he's going to do a great job, just like Jeff did. And just like just like Neil, just like Michael. So uh, congratulations to, to Jeff. Congratulations to Dave. And also congratulations to Brian Anthony Davis, who's going to be the uh, the podcast coordinator. Not only is he uh, is he uh, uh, is he is he famous and is 
but for for his uh, 2 a.m. partying and and and, and it, all, all his great articles. But he, now he's going to be a, a coordinator for the podcast, and I think he's going to do a tremendous job. So that's pretty much all I had to say for today. And um, I thank you for joining me. And and uh, I'll see you guys on Monday uh, with uh, Brian Anthony Davis for Steelers Q and A. And you all have a a happy and safe Memorial Day weekend. Until next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.